Okay. Yo, what is up, John? Yo, what's up? Yeah, uh, it's pretty normal. Hi, uh, how are you? <laughs> uh, I've been fine. Today, today is a Friday night, <laughs> and we are not drinking, so that's <laughs> that's good. That's no, good. But, <laughs> uh, I took. Uh, I'm taking off. I took off today, so I pretty much didn't do anything today. But my week has been pretty tiring. Passed by quite fast. I've been doing like data cleaning stuff, lah. Sounds is a sounds boring. It's very boring. Yeah, data. No, like just. Preparing so like under machine learning, like actually I realized 90% of the whole effort is just trying to clean data. Cause a lot of the data is like uh not always as clean as what you want. La. So let's say you have like I look at the customer transactions, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like in a bank. A lot of times you like for example, I, I want the data of uh when this like business incorporated and that kind of thing. But they it may be so long ago that they forgot when they incorporated. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's a bit like just cleaning the but it's not just one customer, like, it's like a lot, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> what well, to, to make usable data? Okay, that's why yeah, I usable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. To make the data understandable. Something like that. Yeah. Nice. Pretty much. So so what, what did you do today? What did I do today? I literally didn't do it. I, I was watching this Netflix show called some spy movie. Uh it's called The Man from Uncle. I, have, I, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. but I saw it a long time ago, so I can't really remember. Oh, okay, okay. No, I think Netflix is... I don't know. I saw some TikTok, so it might not be the best, like, most reliable <laughs> songs. But TikTok, yeah. is it... <laughs> is it... They say Netflix... Uh, because, you know, Disney Plus is coming up and like... Yes. Apparently got a lot of other like... Uh, these kind of like movies and series like uh, companies. Then Netflix is trying to spend more money into making it more popular. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more... Apparently it's a bit more expensive now. I'm not sure about it. But oh. there's a lot more new shows on Netflix. Yeah. Do you, do you subscribe to Netflix? Yeah, I do. I also have Disney yeah. Plus. What? You also have Disney Plus? Uh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, well, you already have. My family subscribes to it. Uh, so. Oh, it's different shows, is it? Uh, Yeah, as in, yeah, different shows. I don't oh, know. Okay. I think we just subscribe to Disney Plus for like the the Marvel series. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. like the WandaVision, Falcon stuff. <laughs> oh. Wow. Huh. Okay. Yeah, how, how are you? How's your. What, what's been on your mind? <laughs> can actually quite enjoy work now. Because yeah. like... Oh, is it? I mean, quite like get the... Get used really to the rhythm already. Yeah, I'm quite used to like waking up early and then coming home. Like I wake up like before my alarm rings every day. So it's like, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, work has been nice because right, recently the, yeah. the number of patients coming into the center each day, right, was about like 290 or like around 300. And wow. like to put it in perspective, right? A normal day will be about a thousand. Huh? A thousand? Yeah. yeah. Just, just at your center. Yeah. How many how many like seats do you have like to eat? Like uh, how many people do you inject at one time? At one point of time you can inject about like twelve. Yeah, Bro, there's like twelve. One thousand divided by twelve. Then you need to, <laughs> you need to sit there for half an hour or so, right? Yes, yeah. Oh my god. One thousand divided by twelve. That's eighty-three. Eh? 83 divided times, let's say each person take half an hour. Oh my god. That's 41 hours per day. How do you even... What? <laughs> no, like you have 1,000 1, uh, people coming in and 12 seats. So at any point you have 12 people, right? No, no, there's, no, there's 12 stations to get vaccinated. Then there's 70 seats oh, to sit down. Or oh, 70 seats. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Like, or oh, 70, more than 70. La. Okay, that's true, that's true. Then, then, but yeah, it's yeah. been super chill at work. So... Basically, you just spend the time talking to people. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. 
But hey, wait, do you do you work right after army? No, right. Then I spent like two months chilling. Oh, okay, okay. No, I I what okay. What I like about working was, cause I spent three months chilling after army. You know, more than three months, I think. No, actually, no, three months only. Then my my whole cycle, my sleep cycle, got them bad. So yeah, he told me yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. This is forcing me to just, like sleep on time and yeah. wake up early, which is great actually. Yeah, I think that's a very good aspect. Uh, okay, yeah. Let, let's let's talk about the topic. So this week, what are we talking about, John? Uh, okay. So this week, I felt like talking about talking to strangers. Talking to strangers. Wow. Yes. Or like, how so is it? Gonna... Like talking to people in general. They are not your like friends, uh. Yeah. Or it can be also. Okay. Okay. So yeah. have, have you ever have you ever talked to any stranger before? I mean, you of course you have. What? What do you mean? Uh. Before you become friends with people, you're talking to strangers, what? But no, no, as in uh, complete strangers. So like, not even friends or friend or. Uh. Okay. The only one. The only one instance that I can think of was there was one time I was walking to the MRT and it started raining. And there was this other lady who like didn't have an umbrella. So I just helped like that it was real it was like I have to I have to like share my umbrella. Ma. Uh. Then I ended up just talking. Oh. So that was like I think the only person I ever can remember that I really like a complete stranger that I talked to. Okay, okay, I get it. Yeah, I don't think I actually talked yeah. to a lot of complete strangers though. Maybe like once. Like you know those like uh like the people Carnival standing also. outside the MRT to like sell you stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, but okay. I think this guy, he wasn't trying to sell anything. He was actually like... <laughs> yeah, you thought he was saying something? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I thought he was. No, but he was, trying to promote, <laughs> he was trying to promote something. I can't remember what exactly, but he had to do something about giving a questionnaire about some... about your personal like religious views or something. Then I was like, okay, this is quite interesting. Then I like entertained him for a while. Then afterwards, oh, okay. right, it's like after the thing was done, like I don't know how he got my number, but then he started texting me. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean how he got your number? Wait, did he like yeah, start he... sending you insurance? I think at the start. Uh. But then oh. I felt that was a bit sus. So I was just like, I just stopped. Oh. Pegasus with the change of P to M. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> after he starts sending you insurance, then he's like, actually, this is not about religion, this is about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is about a pyramid scheme okay. but uh, yeah okay okay so what about okay to strangers? okay maybe not okay maybe I won't say talking to strangers but do, do you feel like you when you talk to people when you interact with different groups of people like you you might talk a bit differently or you might think a bit differently hmm. actually yeah, so that's one thing I've thought about I think one hmm. One one thing one thought in my head that has got me through like uh not got me through that have thought through about from sec one to sec four is that I want to be a singular person meaning to say, uh, no matter who I talk to whether is it like guys a group of guys or a group of girls I'll be the same person. Yeah. I think that's a good. I think in in general that's a good thing to stick to. So like you don't change the way you talk to girls or the way you change the guys. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean right. Uh. But yeah, I think. Definitely, when you talk to different groups, you you talk in a different way. Uh, hmm. I guess one recent experience I had was I mean the first day when I start work. Uh, I'm not sure if I shared this experience, but when I sat on the for lunch, right, there's literally only like one other Singaporean. There's a table of six, so then the four other people were like non-Singaporeans. I felt very, I feel, I think it felt very difficult to start a conversation because there was no like common either like uh junction in life to like start from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, okay, after that I reflected, I think that's one thing that I will challenge myself to do like when I go like London. Yeah. That, hmm. 
How about, how about you? To go out by your to go out of your comfort zone. Yeah. In what way though? Uh no, I think I reflected that eventually, eventually when you eventually when you start talking to when you start doing business or even like next time when you talk to your patients, right? I would say you maybe like 30% of the international people. Or if you open up a private clinic, maybe like 50% of international people. Then besides the work, like the patient stuff or whatever, like serious stuff or like medical stuff, right? I think it's always good to start with a bit of like casual talk, right? Mm. Then it's always very good to start from a place of like familiar, familiarity. Wait, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's something like common. La. So like, let's say like, you came from the same school, then like, hey, I also came from the same school, then it's like instantly click, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a skill to have. La. Uh. Yeah. Oh, talking about skills to have, I can share later. I I I made some I've learned some stuff like the past week. Some general general life advice, but I think it's some good stuff. Uh I think you yeah. can see it now and if you'll forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. Okay, yeah, so sorry. Yeah, side track a bit. But yeah, so I think this week, so the past weeks I've been doing uh I've been helping another project. La. Then essentially when I when I finish my one week worth of worth of work, I'll like present to some other boss, like this other boss. La. Okay. And what I realized is that one very good skill or one very, actually no, regardless of whichever field you are in, right? One very good skill to have is to all, to have the ability to summarize very complex issues into like five second statements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it occurred to me like, wow, I, re- I took one, because it, it wasn't, like, this task I have is not a very easy task. I'm not saying not, it's, it's easy, but very, uh, very, very confusing because it's like a lot of data and I always get confused like what, what is the issue here? What's the issue there? Then, it took, it always takes me one week to it, like it took me three weeks, but then each week I always like have difficulty. La. Then the 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 time I'm given to present to this guy was like 10 minutes. And I'm just like, bro, how do I present to him in 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think the second or third week, my mentor was just guiding me through like uh how to put everything in like into a nice essentially he was just sharing with me the best case scenario is whatever work you're doing, right? Or whatever being one week work or like two months of work or like whatever thing. The report should the report should be like on one page. Wow. Yeah. So like you then you highlight like uh what is the, even within that one page you must highlight like what's the important thing to look out for. Uh yeah. And I think I think it's applicable to everyone because eventually you work you report to someone right. Then the bosses always have no time like I I think it's similar to being a PC la, right like <laughs> maybe like your maybe like your uh your your troopers or your spec had done a lot of work right. Yeah. But then when it reaches you right you have like literally like five minutes or ten minutes to hear what they're saying. Then I realized actually I, I was instead of being in the PC position now, I'm in the I'm in the the subordinate position now. La. Then I was like, wow shit. It's really a skill man to That's true, that is true. Yeah. Yeah I remember doing like back breeze from the superior to my subordinates. Yeah yeah you have to summarize it very well. Yeah yeah. yeah. It's 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 kind of like I mean no no it's similar to like scientific reports, right? You just need to create one abstract which is basically a very good summary of everything. Yeah, yeah. A short yeah. summary. Yeah. Or like when you are studying something, when you when you get to the point where you can explain something simply, that means you ex- you understand it very well. Yes, yeah. I think I abide by that that thing very easy. Yeah, it's very beneficial next time when even when you do like all those you definitely have to do some thesis, right? Before yeah. you uh graduate, right? Yeah. I think, I think one <laughs> on I thought you have to one. Like like IB you need to do some I like E or something like that. Okay, I'm sure there is. Um, I'm sure there is. <laughs> sure there is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think one one difficulty in like academia or like even within med school, like you, the assumption is that everyone's very smart already. But then no matter how smart you are, 
the people who are the specialists will obviously know a lot more than you. So even as a student, right, presenting your whatever project work or whatever, your teacher probably won't know anything about your project unless you say it in like simple English. Now I realize that actually is a very, very important skill to have. Making, making people understand what you're doing and understand what you're saying in a very short time, given yeah. the pressure also. Yeah. Wow. Nice, yeah, nice. Sorry, that, that was a sidetrack, but back to the topic. Uh, what was it? Uh? What were we talking? What was the question actually? Hmm. No way. Yeah, we were talking about whether we, we feel differently when we interact with different groups. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think yeah, that was my answer. Uh I mean the prior to this segment. So wait, how 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 do you I answer mean, was uh you try to be singular? La. Yeah, I try to be singular. But then obviously if I talk to different groups like international people, I can't really I can't really talk with like the Leela law, that kind of uh uh thing, even though I just sound damn stupid. Uh what else? And it, it's no use trying to explain, let's say like uh what do I say? Uh? Let's say like if I see another Singaporean, a very typical uh, like uni like, like after NS, like, a very typical thing to talk about is just NS, right? Because yep. it's a it's a mo- it's the most recent touch point. But yeah, then, like then it's always a good place to start. Like if it's not NS, this kind of NS store, then you can talk about like JC or like whatever touch point. Uh. But we talk to an international student, right? It's very difficult to, or international person, it's very difficult to have any touch point. Yeah. So, yeah. I still don't know my way around it, but, yeah, but, it's, uh, you can't really talk the same way. Uh. And even if you try to get a touch point, right? It just gets worse because you just ask about more, like, it just, becomes, <laughs> it just becomes a bit more unrelatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, how, then so how about you? Do, you? do you talk very differently to, to different groups of people? Uh, okay. I think I'm. I try to be. Okay, how do you, I, I try to be the same person as I am, like with every single group, same as you. Yeah. But I think when you, uh, when you interacting with different groups of people, will bring out like different versions of yourself. Like even if it's just a slight change. So I think like the easiest example is, uh, looking back in army days, I. When you interact with your man, you're definitely, I don't think I'm the same person like <laughs> as I am normally, you know, as like a friend or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. I think for me, that was one of the biggest energy drainers. Yeah. Constantly, <laughs> constantly be professional. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you have to uphold like a lot of standards and, standards and values that sometimes you don't really feel too strongly about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but, hmm. Okay, if I can share, oh yeah, so if I can share another thing I reflected this week, right? I realized that one, uh, I think if you're going to be a leader in the future, whatever field you're going to be, right? I think one thing that I've reflected is that, I think, in, okay, in Singapore, most people are like, stick within their groups, right? So they, it's more of, let's say, as opposed to having a lot of friends, it's better to have few friends, but you're very close to them than a lot, a lot of very shallow friends. Right? I think that's what most Singaporeans would say, their friendship yeah. uh, mindset is, our friendship. Uh, philosophy is but I think also I think the, the basis of that is because you get to understand a person more deeply as opposed to very superficial understanding this person right mm-hmm. but I realized that why being able to speak very well and talk to people or have a have a good image is because most people like how do I say people that you do business with or like people that you uh, like let's say want to do, do research with or in, like People that are not within your close friends, because like, every you can't you can't have a a village of just your close friends, right? Like you yeah. interact in a world. Most people will only have an impression of you out of the 
that one presentation you did or like uh, the way you carry yourself or the, like that kind of thing. So I realized it's, it's still very important. It's a skill to have also to know how to speak because most people will only see you for that period of time. Yeah. Yeah. And that was something I didn't really appreciate. I started I knew, but I didn't appreciate until this week. I realized that uh, let's say you're having lunch, like lunch with a very big boss, right? Or I don't know, what, like whatever interactions, lah. Even though you may, I mean, next time when you work also, like, uh, you may see like your, you may, you may always see, what's it called? The consultant doctor walking around, right? <laughs> but then to the consultant doctor, he probably won't see you at all. So the only time he sees you and talk to him, right? Actually, that, met, that period of time, I it would think it's very important. Yeah. yeah, it matters a lot because uh, you, yeah, you, he will get your impression from that few minutes that he sees you. Yes, 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 yes. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. So I realized that, you get my point, right? So I realized that, wow, actually, it's very important. It's a very important skill to know how to have a good reputation or have, create a good impression. Yeah, impression management, bro. Yeah, impression management. Wow, that's a very good way to say it. Yeah, yeah, because we are we are locked in our own minds. We think like everyone's observing us all the time, right? But I think in reality, like no one really cares about you as much as you think they do. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's a good mindset. Like, so make every impression count. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, on one sense, on one hand, it's very difficult. It's a lot, it's very ener- like energy draining to constantly like uh keep track of your reputation, right? I mean that's how I look looked at it last time. Right? So I don't really care about what people think about me. But now, now I realize actually it's also good to be aware of your reputation. Yes. Yeah, not everyone knows what you're doing. Like if I let's say I know I'm working very hard, right? People won't even know it. They only can see from the few minutes they interact with you whether is is this guy like smart, is this guy like damn stupid or no, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good to like check ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway, that was another side track. Yeah, sorry. Let's get back to the topic. Okay, do you do you code switch? Do I code switch? What yeah, do that? you know what code switching is? No. Nope. Basically, it's like changing the way that you speak. So I, I'm pretty sure that you really mentioned it like when you talk to your your foreigner friends, you you skip all the last and the laws. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I guess that's a version of code switching. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I do code switch. Hmm. You know, when I'm interacting with different groups of people. <laughs> uh, hmm. Okay, I see that you're right here. Why, why do I feel fake? Like, I can't be myself. What, what do you mean by that? The... Oh, no, that is something I got off Kureva. Okay, wait, what, what, what's it about? That, that's literally the... Okay, okay, I'm gonna just like narrate it. So, I think I was... I don't know how I came across this, but on Kureva, someone asked like, why do I feel fake? Like I can't be myself. I think the context is when he's interacting with new people. So he goes on to say that uh, whenever I talk to people I'm not very close with, I just feel so bland. It's like I'm physically unable to be myself. I think I have a hard time being myself because myself isn't really the type of person that will be outgoing and talking to people, let alone enjoy it. Mm. Then uh, some other people help to answer this question. And basically, he's saying that uh, we find people close to us easy to talk to because we are comfortable with them. And yeah, like we, are, we feel like they accept us for whatever we are. Uh, uh, then when we meet new what, people... Wait, why do you start reading this quarrel? No, I have no <laughs> idea. Okay, I'm just going to read through this. Oh, okay. Yeah, so when you meet new people, you just overthink a lot. And then you, you filter a lot of things. Oh. Actually, that yeah, that is another thing I've learned also throughout this uh this week, is uh, 
I mean, for me, I when I talk to new people, I tend I tend to not filter at all. Don't uh, not not in, not in a sense yeah don't filter also not in a sense that I TMI like too, like there is a like too much information until it's awkward I'm not that but more of like sometimes I share things that are very unnecessary like maybe like <laughs> uh alright hmm, what's a good example I'm pretty open with what I invest in that kind of thing but to some people they don't really share their investments but to me it's like I don't really care oh that kind of thing yeah uh but yeah I do realize actually sometimes it's good to filter uh information yeah 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 but uh, yeah so that, I mean, contrary to this guy he filters too much yeah for me i i i, I, I don't even filter at all nice. so i think it's good that I need, yeah i need to filter <laughs> yeah. okay, i don't know uh, do you I, I don't i don't really relate to this guy though do you, do you feel like which guy which guy that like he feels like uh he's a bit too bland blender uh yeah. okay i guess from my experience with meeting new people yeah i think I have like a set of like cached questions that I have to ask people. Cash. As in like you it's like you have a routine of questions to ask people. La. So first yeah. you ask, oh uh, formula. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First you ask like, oh uh, what are you doing? Uh what, what are you studying? Are you in uni? What yeah. what school were you from previously? Uh what kind of sport were you doing? Like I feel like it's very boring and but the, for some reason I keep using the same questions. Mm. Well, okay. So like, for example, what, what kind of new people are you meeting? Is it like people at your work? I Meet mean, yeah, yeah, at work. Oh, okay. And, and every day is different, right? You said. Yeah, not different. It doesn't differ that much, but there's new new people coming in, like occasionally. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I do think, I mean, me being a introvert extrovert, I don't really like small talk, but I'm starting to see a lot of not value, not importance, but. Uh, it's good to have the skill to be able to carry a small talk. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, uh, no, I know we, we both say that we don't like small talk, but I think it's, it's the first step of like talking to people, la, so you can't rule it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Actually, we, okay, yeah. I, I was sharing with someone, I can't remember who, I was sharing with someone that I, you know this, you know DeepMind, right? The, yeah. Go, right? The guy, Demis has a beast, right? He always shares his, his story about how he got the, he got, a, he got to talk 10 minutes or like half an hour with the venture capitalists that uh, funded their company. So mm. like normally, this cause this guy is very busy, the, the guy that funded them, he normally has like, he gives five minutes to all the companies la, who, who he wants to get fund, funds. But he managed to get half an hour with this guy. So how he did it was, at some, I don't know where, la, he, he, he just, he didn't start by talking about his company and like deep mind what they're doing. He just started talking about chess. Cause Demis Hesabis was a chess player, like, like a grandmaster at that kind of level, at like very young age. Then he just start talking about how, you know, like chess got the diagonals and then the the horse like L shape one, right? Yeah, yeah. So he said that the only reason chess is very interesting is because there's those two elements and the and the not dilemma and the not paradox the issue that uh that they are both weight equally because they are both the same points. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say like you can kill the queen, you can kill the horse, right? You rather kill the queen, right? Yeah, yeah. But let's say for a uh, diagonal the knight and the horse right actually pro players will tell you that uh, if let's say I were to use my knight to kill your horse right then I'll kill my own knight by sacrificing right let's say comparing a knight and a horse lah, essentially they would rather kill the knight and then sacrifice their own uh, kill the horse and sacrifice their knight because actually the horse is more powerful oh yeah, yeah. for some reason I don't know why though like, you know diagonal covers the whole board right exactly I thought it would be the other way around yeah yeah, yeah. but 
apparently, I mean, in my me playing my chess.com, <laughs> yeah, all the all the pro players will never sacrifice their horse, apparently. Yeah, so he thought about that. Then it's literally just small talk. Then he managed to get another half an hour with the, this other guy. I did this hit, yeah, uh, this uh, venture capitalist guy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, uh, so the process is usually like you start with small talk, you establish like some kind of common ground, I guess. Yeah. Then after that, you you shift to more personal things, maybe. Yeah. Then, then after that, you talk about you can finally move to a stage where you can talk about nothing. You know, from from talking about something, you talk about nothing. But nothing, I mean like ideas and concepts. Because I I remember last time we talked about how you. You oh, give yeah, some yeah. quote about what like how, the, how stupid people the, talk about things. Yeah, yeah. And intelligent people talk about ideas. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But when do you think like you when you think you know when you cross the boundary where you can talk about ideas freely? Oh. I think okay, I realized within the the banking world, most people don't really most people tend to dabble in a lot of small talk. I think on one hand it's because people are protective about their ideas. Yeah, uh, yeah. But also, yeah, but also because uh I think people are just damn lazy after work to talk about anything, so they just talk about very casual things. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. La. Which is which is why I I've reflected that actually I should have a also not only a store bank of maybe like a system to start a small talk. Because eventually if let's say I'm talking I, I know this guy for so long already, right? But I still need to talk about something else rather than where, where is he from what, what is his name that kind of thing <laughs> so I, I need to keep a store bank of like small talk small talk topics <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you just yeah. do you should share with me I'm <laughs> oh, sorry you should share that share that uh. I, I don't know I still have, I don't have any small talk topics I think yeah, it's uh, difficult I don't know like what else to talk about yeah I don't know what to talk about yeah uh, if I see a guy that's like oh so where were you from in army then like oh just goes on from yeah, there. Yeah. But if you meet some some foreigner, I wouldn't know how to go about it, right? It's like, oh, so what were you doing when I was in army? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Huh. Yeah. But it's definitely a very, very important skill to have. Because I think it's always good before you do business or to not even do business, just before before you talk to someone about ideas. Yeah, you're right. You 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 like what you're saying, must always start with something more relaxed first. Yeah. Yeah. Something that you can touch base with. Yeah, but very difficult. I, I don't know. I don't have any store bank of small talk topics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, then maybe let's move on. What, what is the... Uh... Mm, okay, do you think you have an authentic self? Like, this, like, this, self. This, like this is real you? Yeah, is this real me? Uh? Uh, That's quite a big I don't know. I let, me, let me think about it. Do you have an answer <laughs> to that? <laughs> Okay, okay. I um, I think I heard or read something about this like authenticity is a myth kind of topic. Basically, what a lot of people say is that uh, your personality is kind of malleable. Like, it can oh, okay. change based on what kind of things you want to be. Yeah. So, yeah. let's say you get this super introverted guy and then he he wants to be a little more extroverted. So he wants to go and be more talkative to other people. He if when he chooses to be more outgoing, he will get more practice and then he will train himself to be more talkative. Then after time, 
he will actually become a little bit more extroverted. So what I'm trying to say is like, you, whatever you choose to be, you can become it sort of, or at least go towards the other side. Uh, okay, I can, actually I can share something. So uh, I think I was, okay, when I was in primary school, right, I was quite shy. Then I think it's, yeah, it's very difficult to suddenly just change, right? Uh, within yeah. the same group of friends, right? So when I came into secondary school, right? Uh, Clean slate. <laughs> please what? Clean slate. Please, yeah, yeah, exactly. I felt like very, I felt, because some of, there were not many people from my school that came into the, the secondary school that like, uh, same, same, yeah. yeah. Yeah, same for you so yeah. Yeah. Mine was literally like maybe three or four people that came from my primary school that went, that came along with me to secondary school. So I really felt like I was in clean slate. Uh, then, actually, exactly about what you just said, I became a bit more talkative. Uh, like, I mean, also maybe because it's all guys, like, I felt a bit more confident. But I really went out of my way to just talk to people. Uh, you know, outside of our class, class, our classroom, I, I remember I remember I was so talkative right there. One classmate uh literally told me during chapel like hey like stop talking. <laughs> I was like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like bro, this is the chapel. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I I always remember that guy. Like that, that instance they told me to stop talking. But like, because it occurred to me like wow, I really changed so much in one year. Because in primary school I really was the guy that really didn't talk at all, super quiet, very shy. Mm. Yeah. And then second one, yeah, I changed. I think it was good. Like, I came out of my that's, shell. That's great. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, since you also had a similar experience. Yeah. Uh, do you feel very changed? I think I do. Because from primary school, I think I was quite, I was quite playful, but I don't think I yeah. talked that much because I had this very scaring experience. <laughs> so I think I was originally very talkative. Uh, yeah. But then this teacher was like, reprimanding like students who were talking too much in class then she had and I'm not kidding uh, she she like took a piece of tape and stuck it over my mouth <laughs> huh oh yeah. my god isn't it like violating some rule or something I I think so so yeah I think yeah yeah I don't know <laughs> I don't know whether she's still employed there but yeah probably not that's mad eh? that's quite mad but I I think it had some sort of like psychological effect on me. So I, I, I became a little bit more, more careful about what things I say. Wow. Yeah. And I think that kind of carried out, carried through uh, secondary one or two. Not so sure. Wow. I mean, you knew me when I was sec one and sec two. La. I don't know how I was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, but actually the fact that you remember this now must have been really quite a traumatic experience. Yeah. Uh, wow. That was really very bad. Yeah, actually, actually, I realized that teachers actually do play a big part in, yes. in uh, your, 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 as a childhood and then carry on in the life. Uh, did I share you my, my regrets of not taking physics? No. Because of uh, a specific teacher. That, oh yeah, a specific sec one teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember what was happening, but I remember I was just late for the lab class. Then she, she shouted in front of the whole, like, the whole lab that like, well, why am I late? That kind of thing. <laughs> I don't think you remember. Is I don't yeah, remember, I don't yeah. But I mean, she shot a lot. So. Wait, who is this teacher? Yeah. Mm. I, I don't want to name names. So. Yeah, fine, fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you after the show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, that was traumatic. Then, you know, because of that, I didn't like, I, I thought physics would be like that. Yeah. But actually, I regret down the road because actually physics, in terms of uni, right, there's a lot of choices, like engineering, like any engineering course, you need to take physics. Even like bioengineering. Yeah, and you can take medicine if you take physics. So yeah, exactly. So it's like, what the, what, but, what, what is the point of taking bio? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and also bio is bio intersects with math a lot. So like I mean that's what I heard. Uh, you don't bio, really need to study. Bio like, intersects physics, with math. Physics physics intersects with math. Yes, yes, yeah, it does. So actually if you if you plan it right, right, your subject combi can be a lot less a lot easier than most people. Yeah, with the overlaps. Huh? Yeah. I, I would think at least I, I would think biochem and maths has the least like overlaps. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah, sorry. Uh <laughs> what was I? Oh yeah. <laughs> how 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 do you think I was doing sec one and sec two? How do you think I was? How do you think? Uh sec one and sec two. I mean you were always the studious kind. Uh, yeah. but I didn't think you were particularly very quiet. You definitely weren't very loud. Like, I can't remember who was very loud. And, but but I wouldn't say you're quiet. La. Definitely not. Okay, nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I think I got more outgoing towards the end of IB. IB, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because of like the mix of the class. I don't know. I think I just, it just kind of like broke. I broke out of a shell for some reason. Uh, <laughs> but actually, yeah. if I be very honest, I think it was very good that, yeah, I could see like, from sec one to sec two to sec three and sec four, I think even in sec three and sec four, and also in year five, year six, you became a bit more like social, which I always thought was a very good thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I always thought that was a very good. Thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I was like always very uptight. Oh, like in, because of studies, is it? I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. Then I let loose a little bit towards the end, because I realized, oh shit, I'm just I'm not like the. <laughs> I'm not the only studious person. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, but well back to the question of authentic, authentic self. I think I think one thing that changed my perspective on everything, I don't say everything, on this uh I think this this links to the what was the first what was our first episode? Uh, that that uh imposter? Impos- imposter syndrome, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think after downloading and setting up a LinkedIn account, I realized that well, actually a lot of people are very successful also. And uh my only understanding of my, my comparative success to other people was based on my own locality, that means my own school and like what other people are doing. Yeah. Actually, I realized that like success can be measured in a lot of sense. So on one side you can see university, but you can see people where where people are working also. So they may not, for example, they may not go to a good university, but then they start working in a very good place. Then there's like sort of success also. Then in a sense, a lot of people are very successful. So, yeah, uh, which I which I realized that hmm, maybe that's why a lot of people in their thirties and forties they start they stop being they stop trying to achieve so much and trying to like uh have the delusion of that they are very successful and very like special. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, but the context is what I'm talking about is like the delusion part. I I think to some extent in order to be successful, right, you must be a bit delusion. Like delusion, I think that within your school, that is the best of the best, really, and then therefore you're the best of the best. But that could very well not be the case. But in order to be successful, you must be quite delusion. If that makes sense. I is mean, it, you definitely can't. You definitely can't go into a game thinking that you lose. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Since you mentioned a uh, game, is it better? Do you think it's better to think of like? chasing success like whatever you pursue in life as part of like a collaborative game with people collaborative game uh. Huh. Uh, I think myself one year ago I would say yes because I was still very naive but I think I've come to realize that 
it's very difficult to trust people in I mean I don't have any experience. I'm not, I'm not like uh traumatized by anyone, but I think it's very difficult to trust people for the collaboration. I think collaboration definitely that's what I always perceive the world to be like. Like like in general at large humanity will move forward by like collaborative work, right? Uh yeah. But in a sense, our my rebuttal to that statement is it's good to have certain enemies. So like you have competition, then you can like you're not collaborating, but then you're you're pushing each other on pushing each other, yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah, I guess. So so in a more yeah, so in a more uh contextual answer, so let's say you're studying, right? Uh hmm. you definitely won't be collaborating like in a sense that collaborate to cheat or like collaborate to <laughs> not do well together, but you'll be co- competing, right? Yeah. You definitely will be you won't be like, hey, don't study like that kind of thing. You yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'm I think I'm digressing from the question, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but I think the question is, or at least my question to you is, how, how, how do you carry on in your life knowing that you're not special? I feel like I've asked this question, or at least I've been thinking <laughs> about this question a lot, a lot. We keep asking this same question yeah, over and over again. Same question. Okay, I probably edit, it, edit it out. Yeah, yeah it's not right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, have, have, have you, have you progressed on that thought or? Oh, um. I think my, my thinking is still relatively similar to last time. What did I say about it? Uh? I think I, I said that uh, uh, we just have to admit that we are not very special. <laughs> Actually, I really like your point on the in order to be not mediocre, you must unless you must you must accept that you are yeah, not very you must accept that you are not very special. So in a sense, there's nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, actually, I, I always thought I, I, I've thought that that was a very good mindset to have. Yeah. It just makes things a lot easier to deal with, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, since you okay. said to be successful, you must be a bit delusional. <laughs> so you're saying like, oh, you must be a bit self-deluded to think that, oh, I'm actually pretty good at this. So I might as well go all the way, right? Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can kind of agree with that. <laughs> right. And, but, and, yeah. and also to the certain extent, some people are, how do I say, yeah? So let's say you're 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 trying to understand uh let's say there's someone who is like like too stressed because of exam then okay to me at least I, I never understood why people like stress over stress about exam or like I mean definitely you can be stressed about exam but you to someone who like has some mental illness because of exam I never understood that. But then I realized that the the linking factor is that or at least the factor that links everyone, this this whole gradient of how someone can be mentally stable and someone who's like not mentally stable because of exams, right? It's because of this uh delusion part. So most people will be delusioned to think that they were, they were they need to be delusioned to think like okay, let's say I studied this amount, but I want to achieve this amount of grades. So you must have some hope la, which can be delusion can be phrased as hope. La. Right. <laughs> right. But some people don't envision don't don't think about the 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 situation B that that which is that they might fail. So they only think about situation A, which is that they that they will succeed in whatever they are achieving for. Yeah. But so much so that they are so delusioned, right? And they are so driven to get their their success, right? That when when the failure comes, right, they just don't know what to do. Ah yes. And therefore, and therefore these people fall into like, I don't know, depression or something like that. Yep. Yeah. And from so my ex- that, yeah, that, from my experience, yeah. I guess it's very true though. So you make this very big goal for yourself, then you try and strive for it, but then when you don't achieve it, like your world just falls apart like, because you never actually thought about what what could actually go 
the wrong in a sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 So so in energy it's like you never go into a game knowing thinking that you lose, but then you also don't think you never don't think about you losing also. There's so always you, the yeah. there's always the possibility that you might lose and then you're just like, oh, okay, never mind, it's fine. But then again, you, you don't go into the game fresh thinking that you're gonna lose. Nah. Oh yeah. yeah okay. So so the key is to manage your delusion. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. I think we I think the the Mark Manson quote is applicable here, right? The mediocrity mm-hmm. as a goal is not okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mediocrity as a result yeah. is okay. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, manage mm-hmm. your manage your expectations. Uh. Okay, then I mean just curious. At this point in life, what, what do you think? Uh mm, what what makes you happy in a sense? Because I, I I look at myself, I think myself, I would say prior to JC or if I be honest with myself, most of my happiness comes from like exam success. Uh. But what at this point in junction, what, what do you think you will feel happy about like at 21 years old, 30 years old, and 40 years old? Oof. Oh. Okay, I can definitely answer it for uh, how I felt in school. Yeah, so success or happiness, sorry, my happiness came from my achievements in like a cat's. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was quite strong. Maybe sometimes from canoeing also. Hmm. Then like getting this double, <laughs> double dopamine shots like from getting both awards from uh, canoeing and a cat's. But uh, yeah. yeah. For now, I so I I just like trying to see the good of simple things. <laughs> I don't know how long it will last like this though, because mm. I think I I will fall into another like delusion trap of like red race again in med school. <laughs> red race again. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I'll just I was just thinking to myself like, because one thing I realized that in as opposed to school right in work right there's no uh. There's no indicator, there's no exam to go and evaluate how well you're doing. Right. Yeah. And, and this has implications to pay also. Like, I mean, just very direct implications. Your, your bosses won't know what you're doing. And so it's very hard for uh, bosses to allocate how, how many, like how much bonus each person gets. Right. Mm. And so like, maybe at 20 years old, it's very easy to, uh, to, to like, how do I say? To con- quantify what, what makes us happy and like, Let's say I work hard. There's a certain track for us to go. Like work hard, go for exam, do well in exam, that kind of thing. But I realize once, once you go into work, right, it's very hard to, it's very difficult to plan your happiness, plan your success. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, I don't know. What, what do you think will make you happy in 30 years old, 40 years old? Other than the typical family, uh, as in like having, making, having a starting off family and small things. I would see financial freedom to do whatever you want financial freedom to do whatever wow that's true I, always, I never thought that I always envision myself like just hacking everything and like traveling <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> yeah that has not happened uh, okay like to live uh, very comfortably yeah, that, that, this one but uh, I mean like it, it work eh? what, 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 what do you think or what can you envision as a highlight of your career not sure if I'll not sure if I go like down the researcher route. Uh-huh. But if I do then like oh publish a paper. Publish a paper. Okay. And be like you, you know, you know, you know, you know, uh Ryan was telling Ryan was telling me that uh what was it? That one of his friends had like published a no no not Ryan Tate. Okay, someone else told me that uh 
this med school student, like first year only, he already started publishing papers. I was like, what the crap? Are you serious? Yeah, like legit papers. Yeah, freaking ups. How does that work? I'm pretty sure you just like have some, uh, I don't know, pull some string, work some with some professor, then you can publish a paper. Yeah. Oh man, that's 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 madness. That's <laughs> yeah, madness. Yeah. So so what do you think will make you happy in like 40? 40 years. <laughs> uh I think as of now I I I want to like go into like the machine learning AI path. That means like okay. study math as a foundation, then like maybe do like a master's in like I, I don't know, computer science. Yeah. But I, I don't know, I, I feel very interested in the AI and machine learning stuff. I think that's a very up and coming thing. It is. So that's quite interesting. I think if I can solve a very big issue, a very big problem, that would be very good. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah. Like oh. you want to you want to matter, right? So basically you want to make something that affects people. Yeah. 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 Okay, I think okay, we side about, Yeah, we side yeah. a lot. Hmm. Okay, but okay. I see that you wrote about labels here. Uh, what do you want to talk about that? I've noticed whenever I, in my conversations, like whenever you tell people that like you're from this, <laughs> from this school or you're from this organization or you are, <laughs> like yeah, so, like whenever I tell people like oh I'm I'm gonna study medicine next time then like they always give me the oh wow, <laughs> it's like yeah, then it's always like uh it's, it colors you in like some some like glorified. Do you, do you feel good? Do you feel good by yourself? <laughs> I I've been trying to like actively like go against it because if you think about it the other side if you have this is essentially prejudice. That's true. So if it if this like particular label colors you in a bad negative light then there's yeah that's 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 like morally slippery uh, yeah mm. then it's linked to like what we talked about previously as well like how uh the organizations that we join give us a lot of identity so i i felt this quite a lot when i talked to a lot of random people at work it's like oh so you are from this so-and-so school like oh yeah confirmed like this or <laughs> yeah 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 I think okay, one thing I've learned after coming out of JC is that um, or at least why why I didn't want to do medicine so I think it is too I think it's too saturated in a sense that yeah, like what, what you're experiencing, the labels, right? It's very difficult to be as a let's say you're a doctor, it's very difficult for people to be impressed of you as opposed to being impressed of you as a doctor. If that makes sense. Wait, say, so say, like, say, it, say that again. It's very difficult for people to be impressed of you than impressed that you are a doctor. So for example, I mean one thing that I, I've I've grown to understand is that uh aside from the social implications of having a label like coming from which secondary school, coming out of which JC, that kind of thing, right? Uh I think one implication is that our success is always uh protected by this this label. But then once you go into the I want to say the real world, once you say once you go into adulthood and doing business I think having a name, I mean, your name is more important than having your, where you studied. So for example, for example, in the law world, right? I think it's more impressive. I, I'm more impressed that there's a company called Raja and Tan. So I don't really, no one really knows where this Raja and where this like Tan studied, but they know who is Raja and Tan. So it's more about that they actually succeeded very well as opposed to, I'm not sure you know where I'm getting at, but like, okay, for example, some people you think they're very successful just because they go like Harvard or something like that, right? 
But I would think it's very much more like very much more impressive. This guy is known for his name. Yeah, if you make a name for yourself, essentially. Yeah. So like, of course. So like Steve Jobs, I people definitely know who Steve Jobs is, but I don't even know where he studied, right? Mm. So I think that's way more impressive than oh, uh, yeah, I went to Stanford or I went to Harvard, that kind of thing. It's more impressive, like oh shit, you know this guy's name, like. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yet again, you're talking about a lot of very small edge cases. <laughs> That is true, that is true, that is true. Like, oh, of yeah. course, when you talk about Steve Jobs, like, oh my gosh, it's like, <laughs> what are the chances? Uh, but, hmm. I mean, that's my view. Like. I think it's more, to me, like, it's more impressive if, if uh, this guy is, uh... okay, I think it definitely is, on one hand, it's good to be in an organization like you mix with people who are very of high caliber, right? But then again, okay, I guess my response to you is, then again, becoming a doctor or like, uh, going to a good university or like, working in a very good company, it's very difficult to, to thrive, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. say that. It's very difficult to thrive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have something to say about that for like being a doctor. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's true. Lor. So, essentially being a, a doctor is, okay, the success of healthcare doesn't thrive based on individual input. But it works well because of the system so being a doctor you're just as uh you're just as replaceable as the other doctor so everyone is yeah, trying yeah. to be qualified in at least a basic set of skills so that you can be transferred to wherever department wherever they need you and then the system can function there huh. so you're just like another cog in the machine basically mm. so yeah i've been <laughs> trying to like stomach this as much as possible for now <laughs> stomach it as in, yeah, like, there's really, really, like, very minor, like, very marginal individual input. That you can give, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Other than research, like, what is it? I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Um, hmm. do you, do you, okay, maybe I just, I just thought one question. Do, do you think that having network or, like, having network will help you in, like, in medicine? Or is it very marginal? Since, like, the system really puts people in their place. Like, where, where what should they do based on their skill? Availability, everything. Oh. Hmm. I think that uh, network will definitely help. Yeah, ne- when when does networking not, not help you? I mean, it, it takes time to network. What? I mean... Uh. Like, okay, just think about it, right? Like, I think by the time you're 20, I mean, by the time you're 30 and 40, it's like working already, right? There will not be this... Uh, actually, no, but it depends how big... Yeah, if you're working at a private clinic, even if you're working for a hospital, right? But let's say like, if you're after work, like drinks and that kind of thing, right? To me, I'm just always thinking like my colleagues, right? How do they have the time to go and drink? Like, don't they have a family to go back to? <laughs> kind of thing. So, yeah. Like, networking takes time and a lot of energy. So I don't know. But that kind of networking. Okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Not not really networking, lah, but it's it's just colleagues they see every day, but spending time with your colleagues. Do you do you think there's value in that as a doctor? Huh. I feel like networking as doctors is more like a coping mechanism instead of uh <laughs> Instead of an avenue for you to like get a hit. Oh, I see, I see. You get what I mean, right? As in like, her cost to work yeah, is so, <laughs> so tiring, no? Yeah, that's true. Go for one, like, one last question. Do you, do you think like being yourself is bad advice? Like if I told someone, yeah, oh, just be yourself, do you think like that's like bad advice? I think a lot of generic shit is very bad advice. <laughs> uh, yeah, but being yourself... I think one thing I've 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 recalled, I don't know where I watched this video or something, but 
Oh no, it's, I read somewhere lah, but like you know how some people like to reply that oh that's just this guy, you know, like some people they cannot change because that's just them, you know. I I always thought that was damn stupid because you were always the person that you were before. But then if you are never gonna change it, then either the person tells itself, or oh, I'm just like that, or the other other people just accept that he's like that. I always thought that was a very bad way of thinking about it. Yeah. 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 So no, yeah. in response to your question, the he's just uh, I'm just like that. Oh. It's a just I mean just be yourself. It's a bad advice because he's a double-edged sword. Yep. I yeah. I think it's it's quite bad advice. <laughs> huh. As 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 with what I said earlier, like there's many, many versions of yourself. So whatever you choose, whatever you think. It will come out somehow. And like the way I think about like personality and everything, right? I think it's like like an onion. Okay, not onion. Like just two layers. One inner circle, one outer circle. So on the outer layer is like your different personalities like manifested in like actual like how you, how you act, how you talk, that kind of thing. Then in the inner layer is like this. It's not a personality, but uh, it, it's like this calculative inner self that chooses which personalities to inhabit. You get what I mean? Is it like wow. so that's that's what my idea of like your base personality is like this how to say uh, hmm. <laughs> yeah but basically it's just like you have an inner self that chooses what you want to be. Then after that it spreads out to yeah how you act actual in actual life. Yeah. Oh that's true. Oh. Yeah, but I do think after talking, after this episode, I, I need to reflect about where I am, how I've changed. Uh, I think I really haven't had the time, or not say haven't had the time, haven't had the energy or never thought of reflecting of like, how have I improved? I feel, I feel like in secondary school and in JC, I always thought about how, like the way I talk to people, did I say anything wrong? Or like, should I have done this, should I have done that? But nowadays, I just like, uh, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. need to care so much. <laughs> yeah, don't need to care so much. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, but I'm very curious. So it's to go back to the question again. How 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 do you think you will cope not being differentiated? Right. I feel like we're going back to the same question. <laughs> yeah, same question. I don't really know how to explain this now, though. Yeah. Okay. No, I think that yeah, actually, that's a bit too difficult question to ask. Yep. Uh, you can ask me that in a few years time. Few years time. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe I mean I mean let's go so I think I think having not having answers is a good is a good checkpoint here so yeah. yeah maybe like a few years down the road we hear these things like hmm, why mm. what's on our minds yeah yeah you just keep yeah. that as an empty empty yeah. sleep for now yeah oh yeah we never know eh. maybe like we still carry on this conversation until ten years later yeah we maybe. never know yeah actually that'd be quite cool know. right then we see. It. We can. I think this is a lot better than journaling because I, I I never journal because the activation energy is too much. <laughs> yeah. You should try it like once a week. Yeah, yeah. We do journal. Occasionally. Oh, I have never journaled before. Uh, okay, wait. I think that ends our topic about that. Do you have any other questions that? I mean, any other interesting things that you're thinking about this week? Interesting things, uh. Yeah, let me think about it as well. I have something very random, uh. Yeah, yeah. Just share this. Uh, so <laughs> I follow a few like K-pop groups. <laughs> Wait, you watch K-pop? I didn't know that. No, I don't watch K-pop, but I follow a lot of fan pages. Okay. And like, it's re- <laughs> the way like the the fans act, right? Is is so crazy sometimes. 
So I, I never understood why K-pop people like idealize their the, the K-pop band so much. Like I don't yeah, get it. That's exactly what I don't get also. So like maybe okay. Uh like I don't have anything against like supporting artists or anything, but these people will like really take it to another level. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like I think you know who Rose is, right? From Blackpink. No, I don't know. You don't? Oh my gosh. Okay, but never mind, it's okay. So Why? she she performed this uh live performance of a new song, like yeah. on some some stage. La. Then uh essentially some of the fans got the audio. Okay. Like they got okay. the audio of the, the performance of the song. Then some okay. people made uh fan-made videos and then they attached the audio to it, and then they released it on YouTube or some something like that. Then this video then trended and it got a lot of views. Because wow. of wait, uh, because so she wait, did it's, it's an unreleased song, is it? Yes, yes, yes. It's an unreleased song. And then oh, okay. the fans released the audio and all that kind of stuff. Then there were yeah. so many but hurt fans <laughs> after like after seeing this video getting a lot of views. Then they were all commenting, like, oh, we need to like band together and boycott this video, or like, oh, <laughs> oh this is hurting, crap. this is hurting her views. Then I was like, come on, not. These are like multi millionaires. They don't need to care about like views or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> this is a random thing. Yeah, yeah. I never understood why. I I think okay. Secondary three or four, I tried listening to video of K-pop. Uh, yeah, but it's an like acoustic K-pop, so it's not really like <laughs> crazy oh, stuff. Acoustic K-pop is like just chill music. Yeah, like, like Zion. You know Zion. Uh, heard of him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's there's like one. I think it's like because they, they feel like oh this idol is like very uh okay some of some of them are truly very talented. I'll give them that. Yeah. Most of them are very like handsome or pretty. Yeah. But then because of that, they like like you know the halo effect, right? So like you see one good effect, one attribute, one good attribute of the person, then you assume that the person's other attributes are also very good and noble. Hmm. Never thought of that, but that's true. I think that's kind of what's happening you know then they feel like they are their own friends or something <laughs> I, I feel like all these fans just want something to be delusioned by they want some <laughs> hope from their life. they need something <laughs> to draw their attention uh. yeah they need something to achieve or like they, they want to they want to imagine themselves like in the K-pop shoes K-pop star shoes that's true that's what I feel like uh. yeah but it's super unhealthy though yeah, I really think it's very unhealthy. It's like, why, why would you care so much about someone else? Like, I, even if I see some, like, I don't know, President like Biden beside me, I like, won't give not like I'll care about him like, every day, right? Like, exactly. You know. No, then a lot of, like, the, the, the pages, right, they, they always post, like, Instagram posts, like, oh, who's the, who's the better K-pop artist? Or who is more pretty? Who is more handsome? Or who do you prefer? Then it's like, okay, this is... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just, just a bit toxic, so... Yeah, it's really weird. Oh. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's all I have to say. Okay, let me think what I've... I've oh. Okay, I think one interesting thing that I've been doing, I started last, last, last week or last week, I started thinking a bit, have you heard of new Nootropics? New, new like, what? Those, like, uh, okay, what I'm thinking is not really Nootropics. It's just, it's like brain enhancing stuff. But what I'm thinking is not really, like, it's just like ginseng pills, that kind of thing. Okay. Like ginseng pills. But anyways, I've started really uh, like reading more about nootropics. So like things that help you enhance your uh like I don't know, brain memory or like stuff lah. I don't know. 
it it sounds very very sus like mega sus but uh I don't know I what I feel is that there are a lot of these at least the natural versions lah. I think it's still quite safe and people should take it like okay. I don't know like ginseng that kind of thing yeah oh so so you're taking yeah. ginseng also <laughs> yeah no so far I'm picking three three ver- one one is called ginseng I mean one is ginseng one is some other like two other two other the other two is like some some plant I don't know but but it's like plants like it's like like approved plants I think it's, it's like so, I think it's called it's like- Ash- ashwagandha or something like that <laughs> as in it's not, not really no yeah yeah but there's actual like scientific benefits is it uh <laughs> I mean it's, it's, it's FDA approved I think <laughs> so it's definitely safe to eat but when I read online a lot of it just says it's, it's, it does say uh, it helps your brain memory that kind of thing but then when I click on the source it like doesn't seem very legit like legit as in doesn't have a very large sample size yeah yeah so I mean I probably think ginseng probably has lah but then again, some articles also say ginseng is not that reliable. <laughs> I mean, not that, not that uh, legit. So I, I don't know. I, yeah, it's a bit vague. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, it seems to me like ginseng is, I mean, in our Asian culture, like your mom will ask you to eat ginseng tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought it was like some conspiracy. Yeah. La. It's like, come on. It's yeah. just a no, actually, no, I never thought ginseng was, was a myth. Until I, I started reading about it. Actually, ginseng isn't as legit as you think it is. <laughs> I think it's still pseudoscience. Yeah. So, but I don't know. We, I think, okay, for at least, okay, they, at least when they market this, the three supplements that I'm taking, right, they don't market it to be like uh, instantly, like you feel very smart, that kind of thing. It's more like after you take it for a few months, then maybe you will experience like a bit better memory, uh, like your memory is sharpened. Uh. But what I can say is, uh, I would say my memory has gotten a bit better after <laughs> taking it for three weeks. Uh, I would say that. How do you even a test your memory? But you know, I don't know. But it's more like conversational, conversational stuff. So like, I can remember very well what people are like telling me. Oh, I see. I see. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's just your sleep schedule. Uh, maybe that's true. That's true. Maybe no. <laughs> but I, I, as in, uh, okay. The example that I got was example I'm thinking right now is because my mom told me of like some auntie's like birthday la. Then like I think on Monday or yeah on Monday I went out. I went like a dinner with the like the church church group and like the aunties. And I remember that it was her birthday, but I really don't remember when my mom told me that. But I clearly remember that it was like a birthday on this date, something like that. Then I was like, wow. It's like, what the shit? How do I, how do I remember this? <laughs> wow, amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I think that's about uh, it. Okay. Thanks. Nothing else, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to end this. Yeah. Stop recording. Okay.